This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Today on episode number 670, I've got Jeff Cook from Podcoin. That's an app that pays you to listen. And we're going to talk about fixing boo-boos when you upload a file and then later go, oh, eek, ah. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, this is where I help you massage your message. I help you tackle the technology, face those fears, and flatten the learning curve and get you going in the right direction. Look, you can go watch a bunch of old, outdated YouTube videos. I help people clean up that mess every single day. I want to get you going in the right direction. My website, schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code LISTENER and sign up for either a monthly or yearly subscription. Or if you want, buy the classes a la carte. Today, I'm interviewing Jeff Cook from podcoin.com. And if you're like, what is podcoin? It is a new podcast app that pays listeners for every 10 minutes spent listening. And when I looked into Jeff and his brother, David, they actually have made many different companies. The one that I went, oh, I remember that. Do you remember my yearbook where this was really before Facebook, where people went to catch up with people that you went to high school with, and they sold that company for $100 million back in 2011. So they're familiar with building community, then making it have value, and then selling it for a ton of cash. And so I was like, all right, I want to find out about this PodCoin thing. I had a few people ask me about it, said they were getting some downloads over that. So here is my conversation with Jeff Cook from PodCoin. What inspired you to get into the uh, the podcasting field? Yeah, you know, I think um, it's been a couple of things. I mean, one, of course, I'm, I'm an avid podcast listener. So to anything else. Um, and, you know, I think the, the concept for the app, which basically pays you to listen to podcasts, came out of a speech I, I had to give to Princeton University about a year ago uh, in April of last year. And I got a question and what app would you start today if you're starting an app? And in my background, I've started many different apps, uh, you know, but I haven't really started a standalone recently, like in the in recent years. And I said, well, you know, I'd, I basically had this framework for good and evil. I said, you know, like Reed Hoffman, the founder of LinkedIn has this framework for investment where he only invests in one of the deadly sins, like vanity, pride, things like that, lust. And uh, I said, well, you know, that's not necessarily all that, uh, you know, woke in, the, in these days. And so I, I'm going to combine that with a heavenly virtue. And then if I was trying to start an app today, you know, it, it would have to be novel. It would have to be something that is not just a tweak on something that you've seen that adds some, some twists that might get people to, 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 to take a look at it. And I, I said, basically also I would, I would, you like to co-opt parades and by parades, like if you see a parade, jump in front of it. And, and you know, like, that's a, that's a tip that you sometimes get. Come, it's even better if you could jump in front of two parades and combine <laughs> them. So I, I liked, um, you know, podcasts, obviously this massive growing field, and combining that with social and virtual currency, two things I know a fair amount about, uh, given my background. And so, you know, that that's kind of how it came about. It was basically like this framework that kind of netted an idea 
but of course I was deep in the podcast space. I was, I'm, a, I'm an author of a children's book. And, and so I was in this um, creator space of trying to get, you know, something I created out there uh, in, in, into a vast ocean of, you know, get discovered out of a vast ocean. And so I thought, well, gee, podcasters have kind of the same problem and maybe there's something I can do about it. And so like all, all of those things kind of came together. We launched PodCoin, me and my brother, December of, uh, of last year. So it's only about, you know, five, six months ago. And it's been growing uh, really ever since. Walk people through. So I'm a new podcaster and you just said something that really caught my attention was people get paid to listen. How does this work from the listener standpoint and how does it work from the podcaster standpoint? Yeah, sure. So, so basically um, you earn one pod coin for every 10 minutes that people spend um, listening. And so if you're listening, you earn a pod coin every 10 minutes and you know, basically you can redeem that pod coin for various rewards like a Starbucks gift card and Amazon gift card among, among others, Dunkin' Donuts and so forth. That's really the simplicity of the model. The, you know, the more you listen, the more pod coin you earn on the podcaster side, you can claim your podcast. And so the interesting thing about claiming your podcast, you know, number of podcast players will have this, but we, we give you pretty deep analytics. If you claim your podcast, so you'll be able to see how many people tapped on your, your tile, you know, your, your graphic, how many people subscribed, how many listening minutes we track down to the listening minute, uh, how many listeners you can even see the profile photos of the people that listen to your podcast and what else they listen to. So uh, you can get kind of insights into your audience that you might not have, you might not have seen before. And I think where we intend to go with this is really adding a number of social tools behind that. So, so basically allowing the podcaster to, for example, send out a push notification to all of their subscribers on PodCoin and say, Hey, look, here's a new episode or here's something relevant to maybe the making of a particular episode. And then others can like or comment on that. So the, the social elements are, are being built right now, but right. But you, you already do have access to, to the listening stats and, and, the, and just being able to see who's viewing your photos or I'm sorry, who's listening to your episode, see the photos of who's listening to your episode. Yeah. That's the part I thought was really interesting. And the, the thing you mentioned where I can see what they're listening to, that might open the door to maybe uh, somehow connecting or cross-promoting another show that you didn't even know existed, but you find out because Jenny is listening to this show and she's also listening to this other one. You're like, oh, I didn't even know that show existed. And then you go to listen to it. And you're like, wow, this might be a good way to to play off of each other. You did mention a stat about tapping. Is, is that if somebody like just tapped your artwork? So you got to, you then get to see how many times they looked at your show versus how many times they actually subscribed or listened. Is that what that Stat. Exactly. Exactly. So like, uh, if they tap on you from search or, you know, maybe they, um, they might see you in a related episode or something. If they see the tile and the, the image of the podcast as, as well, the art, as well as the title, you know, they can tap that. And then we, we count that. So you can get a sense for your subscription rate based on the number of taps. Nice. And I'm sure somebody's going to ask if one pod coin equals 10 minutes, what does that mean in cash? Yeah, sure. So, you know, you this is not going to get you rich. Right. Um, we view it as kind of this loyalty points framework. And, you know, you could probably earn a, a couple of bucks a month. You know, it basically it works out to, to one to four cents. That's one penny to four pennies per hour you listen. And the reason it, it varies is not every podcast earns at the same rate. So, for example, um, 
you earn at a higher rate if you listen three days in a row. You um, earn at a higher rate if you're listening to uh, what we consider a bonus podcast, basically a promoted podcast on the app. And so, uh, you know, you could, you could earn up to two and a half to three pod coin per, per 10 minutes, depending on what you're listening to. But, uh, yeah, you, we're seeing, you know, dozens of people redeeming for gift cards every, at least that, um, every, every day we're, we're starting to see, uh, as many as a hundred claims of podcasts every day. And we're up to about a million and a half listening minutes per day. Wow. How, what, what kind of mechanisms do you have so that somebody doesn't just wake up, start your app? Um, make it, I'm assuming there's a playlist feature, uh, put it in hit play and just let it run all day. Good question. And authenticity is, you know, key to, to, to our model. Um, we're aiming not just to be authentic, but to, to, to really be like one of the most engaging places to talk and discuss a podcast, you know, even when you're not listening to it. And so you know, we, we do, we're doing a lot of stuff around this. One is, um, we do have logic built into the system to detect bots Two, you know, we do have things that, are like, are you still listening? Check. So, so, you know, if you're not, if we think you're not active in the app based on something that, that we've detected, we will prompt you in, in, in a number of different ways. And then, you know, we, we kind of sanity check this against, you know, public stats. And so, you know, if we look at our weekends do 40% less. So basically like a Wednesday, for example, has 40% more listening minutes than say a Saturday. And what's interesting about that stat to me is that's the same thing Spotify sees. So it's so a lot more listening on weekdays. Our listeners, when we look at the weekly stat, you know, they're listening for six to seven hours a week. That's pretty much right in line with some public data on, on podcast listenership. Also, we frankly don't pay you enough. <laughs> this isn't about getting rich. Like, you know, the fact that 70% or 70 to 60 to 70% of our listening is on the non-bonus podcast right. are showing that like this is not just about you know, listening to the bonus, right? It, it's about listening to podcasts and, and that's what keeps people coming. And, and I think, you know, that's partly why we're adding likes and comments and maybe some other kind of interesting social features, because I think, you know, if you see the profile photo of the person listening and maybe you see that you have a lot of likes and comments, you know, the authenticity just becomes hard, hard to dismiss. Like, I, I was talking to a podcaster just this week and, and it, he was uh, Anthony Lario. He runs a, a kind of an interesting podcast. And he was saying that he was surprised to see a friend from high school among the, the listeners on PodCoin. That was the first one of those I got. I was like, wow, really? You, a friend? You know, he, he must have strolled through everyone listening but, and found someone he actually knew in real life. And I think we need to do even more to make it clear that you know, these are authentic minutes. And as I fire up the app, you, you mentioned that there are bonus podcast. So as soon as I, I launch in, I see all these at the, at the top. Is that part of kind of the business plan where in the future, because obviously you're paying people that that's great for the listeners. And, and just to go back to my previous point, I, the more I thought about that, I take my phone, put it in another room, turn the volume down. So it's not by but then I'm like that the whole scenario itself doesn't, doesn't make any sense, but hmm. I, what's your business plan? Is that going to be it? Kind of like I can pay in the same way that, and I'm surprised Apple hasn't done this on the app side. You can buy advertising in the app to promote your app in the app store. And I see right. when I go into the app, there's a, a bonus section. And then there's also a trending section, which I'm sure people are going to wet their pants over. We can talk about that in a second, but is that basically part of the business model of you can, you can basically buy bonus views at the top of the app. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and so t today you, you can't, but 
that is the pathway to potentially future monetization. You know, the way I view this and, you know, I've started multiple companies now. Um, the last company sold for a hundred million and the first two to three years of building that company, I didn't do anything but build out the audience. There was no focus on monetization at all. It was basically, I, I tend to think you need a few hundred thousand daily users before you, you make monetization too important. But at the same time, you have to kind of have a sense of how it's going to monetize. And one way I look at it is in the other apps that I've built, mostly social messaging or, or live streaming video apps, you know, those tend to make anywhere between in revenue at scale, like 20 to 60 plus cents per user hour. So, you know, that's basically the monetization potential. Now I'm sure you could think of something that, that makes more or less, but, but that's at least my experience. If the reward system is, is a discount to that so that you can always share you know, you could basically grow into your monetization. And so like, that's kind of what we, what we have in mind, like get a, a massive, big enough audience that's mon. And basically if you've done that, it will be monetizable. Now we really like to see that 30 to 40% of all listening minutes are going to a podcast that we put in the bonus today. It's free to get in the bonus. You just claim your podcast and so forth. But in the future, you could imagine, I, I think we may always have that feature, you know, but, but I think in the future you could imagine a, a spotlight ahead of that that's basically like a, a bonus episode and you might get two pot coin for 10 minutes to check out this episode. And, and, and I think that's, that's potentially a really powerful model would be something we'll probably experiment with. But an, another element that I think could lead to monetization, we have a really, we have a pretty sizable live streaming video business at the meet group, the company I run. And I like the idea of potentially podcasters either doing live audio or live uh, video streams, may- maybe throughout the week or, or after their podcast ends, as, as almost an add-on to, to further engage your community. And we've found that in these types of streams, the viewers tip the creators and, and they, they, mon- they can monetize pretty well. Maybe they could also even lead to new audience discovery. That's something else. So, so between those two two elements, I, you know, I think we'll eventually find some monetization. But like I said, the, the goal at the moment is, and for the foreseeable future, is to just grow, grow the listenership. How does somebody's podcast, is this a case where you started off by pulling the back end of Apple to get everybody's podcast in here? Or do I have to actually have to, you know, submit it to your, your app to, to be included? Yeah, no, there's a good chance we already have it. We work with a, a third party vendor who, um, you know, we don't pull anything directly, but we work with a vendor who has a feed and an open API and uh, we, we we will tap into that podcast. If, if it happens to not have your podcast, there is a, there is a link to add it that, that's available on podcoin.com. I guess the other question that will never happen at this app, you'll probably never have an option to speed up the playback. Is that correct? I would think. Yeah. You know, we, that's a common request. And I think that we can actually figure that out. That is definitely in the pipeline. This is still pretty new app and and, and we have a lot of features coming relatively soon, but but we know that that's a, that's a big request. Playlists are big requests. Like there are some, some very listener friendly stuff that's coming now, of course, uh, with the playback, you know, you won't earn at a higher rate. <laughs> right. Simply because you're listening. I think we we certainly respect a lot of people like to listen at the higher rate. We also have um, our own leaderboards. If you go into the top the top tab, it's like the fourth tab on the bottom. I see that. It's also spotlighting who's the like biggest podcast. Like right now, it's Josh 
uh, stamps. Yeah, so the, like the givers. Those, those are the givers, but then there's the listeners. If you go over one more, you, this is the top podcast oh. that people are actually listening to on PodCoin over the last week and ranked by minutes spent listening. Nice. Um, and then one more over is top episodes. And so, you know, you can see that a number of the bonus podcasts that would probably ordinarily not be in a top list. Like I, I see number seven, nerdy bitch. Yeah, I, I won't say the word, yeah. but n- uh, number eight, sip, survive, repeat. You see these uh, bonus podcasts, and and they're they're just people who claim their their podcast, and, and they've somehow ad- attracted an audience of, of listeners. And I, I know for a fact that many podcasters like to see themselves uh, ranking on this list. I can say that from first as I looked down, I'm like, hey, number eighteen, school of podcasting. I'm like, all right, well, there you go. I'm I'm a weekly. Oh, okay. I, I'm on the weekly I list. See that. Yeah, so that's exciting. What are the features that are coming in the future? We have kind of a number like the the next build out is going to have improved sorting on the library. Right now, you can't uh, sort on recently up, you know, newest up episodes that that's coming very soon. The ability to mark played, the ability to um, to share particular episodes. You know, I think I think some some of that, all of that's coming this month. You know, after that, we are looking at things like likes and comments. I think that will be the next build out, but that will also be some listener friendly items in that. We do have uh, kind of an early version of playlist uh, planned, and you know, I, I expect that this summer. I, I always tell people that you will you will pry uh, overcast from my cold dead hands, but the biggest <laughs> thing I use there are playlists, and they have a feature that's really neat where I can upload things to the web-based version of Overcast and then download it in the app. So for me, I use that to listen to my show before it's published. So I can actually listen to it through earbuds. And I've also uploaded audiobooks and other things that are just, I'll strip out the audio and I'm like, all right, I want to listen to this in the car and I'll throw it up that way. I I would say right now, the product's probably more geared around kind of the newer. Yeah. We have 15 million monthly users on, on the other apps that we run. We haven't really even yet started pushing that promotion button, uh, but we will be in probably the next you know four to six weeks. And so in the, the what we've set, found so far about our audience, though, is that what PodCoin seems to do the best with is converting either infrequent listeners of podcasts or, or basically non-listeners and locking them in to this because you know it's obviously a loyalty point system. So, so it becomes kind of something that they discover podcasts. You know, if you, if you look at the population, right? Like, Something like I think the sad something like thirty percent of Americans have kind of listened to a podcast in the last last month. Some something on that order. People like Spotify and others seem to think this will get to sixty, seventy percent, something approaching terrestrial radio. As as popular <laughs> as podcasting is, and uh, you know, many people have been in it for a decade or more. You know, I think that uh, there's a lot more people coming into it, and you know, we happen to know that many of our users, you know, ha- of these fifteen million, you know, seventy percent haven't really adopted a player yet. And so, you know, we are aiming at, at that population. Well, and I forget the one study that came out and one of their answers, I think it was um, Edison Research, that they asked the people that said, no, I don't listen to podcasts. And they asked them why. And one of the reasons was like, well, like, why would I more or less or not sure what we're missing kind of thing. Whereas if all you have to say is, hey, you can actually earn a little bit of money listening to podcasts. That might be enough to go. All right. What was the name of that app again? I'm going to see this just because <laughs> sometimes that's all we need is something to to get them right. to just hit play once and hope and they don't get you. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and once you do that, it's like, then you're in the world of podcasts and then you're hooked because there's just so much good content. there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
once you turn on the promotion sheet machine, how are you going to go about getting the the new listeners? Because there are people like me that like, look, I'm I've got my app. I'm I'm married to it kind of thing. What's the goal to get like new listeners? What's the strategy for that? We have these other apps that are large social communities, Meet Me Tag, Scout, Lavoo. And um, we have a placement that, that we use for cross promotion among our apps mm. uh, in the bottom nav bar. And we're actually testing Podcoin right now across four different states on iOS. And once we, you know, and we, we only started that maybe in the last week or so, and we're going to get a bunch of data probably for the next four to six weeks, make sure we like retention, make sure we like what we're seeing. And then we'll basically hit activate and, and do that not just on iPhone and Android for, for one app, but, but really iPhone and Android for, for at least probably at least three out of four of the apps. And so, you know, that, that's one of the biggest things we can do. It would, it would, it'll drive, you know, as many as five plus thousand uh, downloads a day in all likelihood uh, based on kind of other cross promotions we ran. And, you know, but ultimately, you know, you need the app to, to stand on its own, right? Like you, it's nice to be able to seed something with, more or less free marketing, but unless you have good retention at day 30 and you know, it's still just not going to work. And so like, we, we feel like we, we kind of like what we're seeing. You know, I think a, a, one more build, maybe two add that, that social elements. And then we drop all these users who, who are very social and here to connect with people. Like part of the reason I like podcasting is, um, or, or podcast listening in particular is that the meet group, we, we build these apps for, to drive human connection. People are, finding dates or finding friends they're, they're they're looking for human connection. And, you know, sometimes people don't get like, how is podcast at all related to human connection? But I find podcasts for a lot of people is like the only meaningful conversation they listen to in the day. Right. And so like, it's something that's you know important to them. It feels like they're in the room. It's an intimate form. I really like that aspect of it. I feel like it's, it's kind of of a piece with human connection. I, I like as well that, the podcast that you listen to, especially as more and more people listen to podcasts, I do think that the podcast you listen to say something about you. And maybe you can use that as a signal to connect you to other people that you might care about. Yeah, you're connecting around content, but then you're also connecting to people. And I think that's, that's potentially really interesting, uh, kind of interesting way to drive community. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When you said that, I was like, oh, holy cow. I mean, there's just off the top of my head, uh, we have uh, Lee Silverstein and the We Have Pod. We have Cancer Podcast. That's a huge community. Oh, Haley Radke. I think I'm getting her first name wrong. Does Adoptees on, which is a podcast all about being adopted. And so these these communities may not end up being huge, but the people that are in those, when you talk about human connection, the only people that understand what it's like to be in that situation, even if it's something is like, you know, triathletes or whatever, the only people that know what it's like to, to run a triathlon is, is people that have actually done it. So yeah, it's, it's, I'm with you. I'm all about the human connection with, uh, with podcasting. So I will say the more I dig into this and the, every day I go in and I've got another new listener and I can kind of, it's giving me a, a, a different picture than I thought was listening to my podcast. Do you, do you know right now, is your demographic skewing one way or another in terms of listeners? We looked at this recently. It's, it's, it was actually an audience tab of podcoin.com. Just looking at it real quick. Um, so yeah, it's 60% female, 40% male. Right now it's, it's two to one iOS versus Android, which is interesting. You know, actually the, the other apps in our portfolio are, are, are the other way, hmm. but um, I think podcasts may, maybe because Apple podcasts, you know, yeah. 
and it's mostly us it's 90 plus percent us but that's that's really the only place that we're we're really going after right now but th- yeah i think that the demographics you know beyond that you know I, i'm not entirely sure in terms of income levels or anything like that and and we don't have age so we, we wouldn't really right well then that. you get into the whole gdpr thing right you can't have that kind of information can you the less the information, the better is yeah. generally the, yeah. the rule. Yeah. Well, that's, I guess that's one question I should ask. Is this available worldwide or is it just right now in the U.S.? It's really U.S., U.K., Australia, Canada right now doing re- redemption rewards in, in many different geographies where, you know, I mentioned that, you know, at scale, you know, social apps and, and you know, this is ultimately will be a social app it, it is something like 20 to 60 cents per, per hour of app app time is like what, what good monetization might look like. When you go abroad, those numbers get cut in like uh, a third or less. Right. And so um, it's not as clear that, that it, you know, you can pay people to listen and say, you know, South America or somewhere. So right now it's just those four countries. Got it. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on everybody. Again, if you want to check this out, go over to podcoin.com. You can uh, sign up. Uh, you can actually download the app first. I think is the best way. Download the app, create your account. Then you can go to the website and claim your podcast. Is that kind of the best strategy, Jeff? Yeah. Yeah. So just go into um, the app on, on, on either iPhone or Android, find your podcast, and then uh, there's a claim podcast button um, available. Just, just tap through that and, and you'll be all set. Nice. Well, thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Oh, podcasters are going to have fun with this because we're just going to nerd out on the stats. I can see right here there's a a top button in the app, and I can see the top listener right now is Esther at 48 Hours. Top podcast, Dave Ramsey. The lottery is just a stupid tax. Uh, Dave Ramsey, Crime Junkie, My Favorite Murder. There are some ones on here that I have not. Sip, Survive, Repeat, a very special podcast, The Untrained Eye. Uh, School of Podcasting at number 18 for the weekly leaderboard. It's cool that that's weekly. Top episodes. So there's some cool things in here. And if nothing else, it's another place for you to get more exposure. What's interesting, Luminary was paying the podcasters, and some people had a problem with that. Do you have a problem paying the listener? I don't. Whatever it takes to get people to listen to podcasts, I'm down for that. It reminds me a little bit of Radio Public. That is another place where you can list your podcast. It's like another directory, and they will pay you if you can get people to use their app. So it's that kind of same thing where we're paying people, whether it's Radio Public paying the podcaster or Podcoin, where you're paying the listener. We're trying to get people to just pick up an app and listen, would you? So it's pretty cool. I like the fact that they seem open to new things and they kind of know what they want. We're listening. I love the fact that he said, hey, step one, build your audience. Step two, then you figure out how to monetize it. So many people go, step one, monetize. Well, hold on. You need a crowd first. Remember, it's crowdfunding, not fund crowding. So check it out again, Podcoin. Hey, one of the things that I'm going to follow the the path, I guess, of a newspaper. When a newspaper makes a mistake, they come back and they go, hey, um, we did a boo-boo. 
And there are a couple of boo-boos that's going on. Number one, you may have received an episode of the history of the band Six Shooter come down this feed. It's a long story how that one got here. This is why you don't test with live podcasts. I need a fake podcast. And the worst thing you can do ever, uh, back in, oh, probably 1990, I'm trying to read the plaque on the wall, 1993, I won an award in a Fortune 500 company as a customer service rep. And the one thing you cannot do is ask your customers for their opinion and then ignore it. And so I have the question of the month. And in April, I said, are you paying for any part of your podcast? And if it's one of those cases where I always have one episode at the end of the month that's primarily focused on you, where you tell me something, I ask you a question. And it's a long story, but somehow in the end, it's just I messed up and I missed three people's answers. So I'm going to put them here and I'm also going to put them in the original one eventually, and we will talk about how to fix a boo-boo here. But first, here are three people that uh, we asked the question again, are you paying for any part of your podcast? And here's what they had to say. First up, Josh from the Corner Cutters podcast. So my answer, I pay for two things for my podcast. The first one, everybody should be paying for it, and that's hosting. I host my podcast on Spreaker and pay about $5 a month to host my episodes on there. And then the other one is Alphonic. And even though there's two hours of monthly credits, I tend to go just over that per month. So every so often, I have only done this once so far, but I buy about 10 hours at a time of Alphonic credits and then just use a little bit of those every time I get over two hours. And I paid about $23 for 10 hours of credits, but that lasts me quite a few months. And so that's it. I'm Josh, mostly known from the Corner Cutter podcast, but this time I want you to check out the podcast I co-host that is Bass Caster Bros. It's all about fishing, both ice fishing and open water fishing. And you can go check that out at BassCasterBros.com. Thanks, Dave. BassCasterBros.com. I will definitely check that out. Next up, we have Craig. Craig. I love Craig. Hi, Dave. Craig here from EnglishPodcast.com. Question of the month for April. Am I paying for any parts of my podcast production? Just one thing. Uh, transcriptions. Uh, the old chestnut to transcribe or not to transcribe your podcast. Well, in our case, it's a no-brainer because it's a language podcast. And from the very beginning, listeners were saying, can we have tr transcriptions? Sometimes we don't quite understand what you're saying we want to read and listen as we go because they're Spanish speakers improving their English. So they need sometimes the written transcript of the podcast. We didn't have time to do it. We asked for volunteers. One of the people who stepped up to volunteer, and, and there were quite a few, Angelica, she does a fantastic job. And we started a Patreon campaign to pay her for her work. The goal was $100. We passed that a couple of years ago. 
So I'm happy to say that for the last two years, we've been able to pay Angelica $100 a month to do our transcriptions of the podcast. So she's doing a fantastic job. That's the only thing we're paying for at the moment, although that might change in the future. We'll see. All the best, Dave. Bye for now. Craig, thank you so much. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, that's such great content. What a great story. What a great use of Patreon. And it was in my email, and I forgot to do a final search. Shame on me. One more. Hey, Dave. Lee Silverstein with We Have Cancer, where I interview patients like myself, survivors, caregivers, and medical professionals as a way to inspire those touched by cancer. You can find us at wehavecancershow.com. I started my show back in early 2015 and began by learning how to edit my own show using Audacity. Then I moved on to Adobe Audition and then finally into Hindenburg Journalist. But I realized that the time I was spending to edit my show, typically for a 45-minute show, at least two, three hours, that that was cutting into my personal time. I work a full-time job. I have a long commute to and from work every day, and the time spent editing my show was taking time away from my wife and my family. So I made the decision about two and a half years in to uh, allow an expert to edit my show, and I use Neil Galarte and his team at Wild Style Media. They do a wonderful job, and that has given me back uh, what we all agree is our most precious commodity, and that is our time. So that's where I made the decision to uh, delegate and, and spend some money to have somebody do something that could they could do it not only better than I can, but a whole lot faster than I can. And it was uh, definitely a worthwhile investment. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate all you do. Always a good day when I get to hear the voice of Lee Silverstein. Thank you, gentlemen, for uh, sending those in. Again, my apologies. So now let's talk about how do you fix this? What happens when you're listening to a podcast and you go, oh, holy cow, there's 20 seconds of nothing in the middle of it? Well, I'm going to go at this from an aspect of hosting on Libsyn, and it's pretty much the same for any media host. But in Libsyn, you can edit your uh, episode and click on the replace button in blueberry. You could just re-upload the file. Here's the key. Here's the tricky part. And that is you want to upload the file with the exact same name asterisk. If you don't care that it won't update on Spotify and it won't update on Google play music. Now, both of those make copies of your file and serve it on their servers. So if you upload the exact same file name, Spotify looks at that and goes, oh, we already have that. Google Play looks at it and goes, yeah, we already have that. So you go, oh, well, I'll just change the name slightly. Maybe it's my file name b.mp3. You upload that, Spotify goes, hey, oh, wait, we don't have that. Let's update that. So they update your episode on them. Same thing for Google Play Music. But the bad news is everybody else, Apple, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Here a Cast, There a Cast, Everywhere a Cast, anything that's not Google Play Music or Spotify, that's uh, going to take them up to 24 hours to go, oh, we were pointing at the old file. You changed the name. Hold on. We've got to update the internet that you renamed this. Now, some people, they're like, no, 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 no. Spotify is our number one. We got to have that. 
Or, and now in my case, I'm updating an episode that is weeks old. So I might actually upload a new file name. In the end, it's going to have somebody click on that and probably not have it work. And you just kind of got to go, well, it's only a day and you kind of have to live with it. Or you go, you know what? People on Spotify, you got a collector's edition. People on Google Play Music, enjoy the one-of-a-kind file with the unupdated stuff on. It's really, I wish it wasn't that way. I've heard rumors and I've heard of different platforms that are now finally getting Spotify to do what's called a pass-through, which means they won't make a copy of your file. That would be great. And I hear rumors. I wish Google Play Music, and for the record, Google Play Music and Google Podcasts are two separate things. And if you're in one, you're not in the other one. You do have to, not that you can submit to Google Podcasts, you just have to put some stuff, some stuff, some code on your website to show up in Google Podcasts. But I keep hearing rumors that podcasting in Google Podcasts is going to go away because if you haven't heard, Google now, this is actually really, this could be huge. And as I record this, it is May 10th. It is actually, uh, well, now it's Friday. It's technically Thursday night. I'm leaving tomorrow to drive to Indiana to watch my ex-stepson graduate from Purdue with honors because he's a genius, and I love that kid. And so as I record this, Google just put this out today. So by the time you hear this on Monday, you're going to go, yeah, whatever. But this has a potential now that when you search for something, your podcast, along with episodes, along with play buttons, is now going to come up. So I think we're going to start seeing Chrome Firefox, Safari, things like that, because in the last month, we've had Apple put out a new web-friendly version of iTunes, and now we see Google Podcasts again coming up, Google Search, excuse me, in this case, again, coming up with play buttons on the web. So that's exciting. Anything, again, that makes it easy for people to listen to podcasts, I'm all in. So I mentioned the question of the month, and I need your answers by May 24th, 2019. That is the Friday before the following Monday. I'll bring this out. And the question of the month is, what is the biggest pain for you when it comes to creating your podcast? I'm going to leave it super open-ended like that. I'm not going to steer you in any direction. What is the biggest pain when it comes to creating your podcast? I get this question thrown at me a lot. Like, what do people need or whatever? And I'm like, we're just going to, we're not going to go there. What's if somebody says, man, what's the biggest pain of podcasting? You go, oh, that's easy. It's whatever. And what I want you to do, go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. And you'll see there's a folder right there. Now you can record something and upload it. Now, if you go, Dave, I don't have anything to record, then feel free to use my speak pipe. You can click right there. So between speak pipe and uploading the two files, I'm going to have less places to look. And I think that's going to make this whole process of the question of the month uh, much easier. So in the future, I will be talking with Gordon Firemark. You can find him at firemark.com. He's an entertainment lawyer. And we're going to be answering the question, should I get a trademark for my podcast name? If you go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash subscribe, you can subscribe to the show and never miss an episode. 
Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, when you sign up for the School of Podcasting at schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Until next week, class is dismissed. Take care and God bless. 